Ooh, yeah, okay, let's go. Let's bring up Volo's Guide. So this is more of a first impressions on it, but I don't know, I really like it. It's mainly divided into uh, three different sections. Uh, the first one discussing different monsters throughout the, the D&D world, the holders, giants, gnolls, kobolds, etc., and delves into the culture and what they're like and the personality traits they have. Also gives you potential ideas on how to roleplay them, uh, maybe some differences in their appearance, uh, stuff like that. Specifically, it adds a lot on giants that they did have a lot on giants in Storm King's Thunder, but this really kind of builds it out. So if anyone was running Storm King's Thunder, I would definitely recommend getting Volo's Guide because it answers some of those questions that seem small, but then leave you stymied as a DM, like when we were doing the session and you guys are like, wait, how old do cloud giants get? And I go, uh, um, uh old uh you guys made really good checks so i'm like gosh i gotta give you an answer i think like about the same as dwarves so let's say 400 years which turns out to be correct but i really didn't know at all i just totally made that up so now and i you can actually give correct answers (laughs) Oh, oh and we found out stone giants how long do they live tony 800 years so there you go you just need stone giant druids and <gasps> so then 8,000 years. <laughs> Worse than, than the elves. What were the elves at? 4,000? The elves are about 700. So it's close. Elf druid would be about 7,000. <laughs> okay. So beating them out by 1,000 years. That's not yeah, bad. That, that, that's not that's pretty good. Pretty pretty solid. Yeah, and the stone giants are already supposed to be the wisest of the giants anyways. So. Well, not that it's tough to beat out hill giants. Poor <laughs> things. <laughs> Bless their hearts. Mm. Hill giants don't count. They're only a step above goliaths, right? <laughs> In the ordering. But not in the smarts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was just a specific thing that jumped out at me uh, as a reason to get the book. Yeah, it's extremely helpful with that. It delves into each of the individual giants and what they're like and what's most important to them. Plus, it has pretty pictures. I always love the pictures of these books. They're so well done. Yeah. But the second section, actually, a lot of players could really enjoy if the DM approves of them, uh, but new races to play. Are these races that are supposed to be character played, or is this sort of a, eh, here's some monsters that have stats, or I don't quite know? It's actually divided into two separate parts in this section. There's uh, specific ones that delve into the new race itself, um, like an ASMR, or they kind of expand on that one. Um, there's also uh, Furbolg, <laughs> as well as lizard folk, and uh, I always hate the pronunciation of this. Tabaxi? I think it's Tabaxi, yeah. Cat people. Which is cat people. And they expand on these particular races a little bit. So I get the impression that this is intentionally for player characters, but then they have modifiers if you want to pick a more monstrous race, such as an orc or something like that. Or a kobold. You could say it. Someone might want to be... An orc, a kobold. There's a few others in there, but it'll make things a lot more interesting, I think, for certain games. And then lastly, just... This is one of the ones I'm most excited about is just the new monsters, or rather, monsters from previous editions, uh, for most of it, that have been updated for 5e. That's going to be really cool, because there was a lot of old monsters that ended up being really nifty that just, they still were studded out for older editions, but you couldn't use them in 5e. Yeah. And so to have that, you know, brought back is really nice. Oh, yeah. For instance, there's that one we were looking at last night. I love that one. What was it called? The, the, the flying head. The, the flying <laughs> The flying heads that basically kiss you and then turn you into a flying head. Oh. Yeah, they kiss you and curse you. And if you fail your saves and aren't in direct sunlight, um, eventually your head will be ripped from uh, your body 
and just fly off. That's pleasant. I think yeah. it's a vargoyle. Vargoyle, that's right. Vargoyle or something along those lines. Yeah, your ears become wings. <laughs> yes. And then you, what was it? Your head pops off in the last moment. As and a then spurt of, they describe, of course, a spurt of blood, too. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Yeah. That sounds kind of amazing. They're only, I don't know what you're talking they're about. They're only a CR1. <laughs> they are a CR1 monster, and they are absolutely terrifying. But it, it's, the head pops off, and then it starts eating your old body. Yeah. For nourishment. And it's just like, it's not a difficult creature to kill, but it's just creepy. It's just like, like, kill it. Kill it fast. <laughs> kill the fire. Yes. I don't want this. <laughs> Bring it to like, I think it's like, it's almost like the zombie, it's like the new, uh, I would, I would go so far to say it's like the new age zombie of like creepy thing that can you imagine someone transforming like your best friend? You're like, no, we have to save them. No, we have to save them. And their head pops off and you're like, no. <laughs> then you have to kill them and they just look like your best friend. Uh, mm. Sad. Before they kiss you and then turn you into one yeah. too. So yep. that's something to look forward to from Volo's guide. Oh, but another mention for a new creature, since we brought it up in the Tonka Drist, is they actually have stats now for an Elder Brain. <laughs> Ooh. So just to realize this, um, Guerevar killed an Elder Brain by herself, and according to this book, it's a CR-13 monster. <laughs> Astral Panther killed it by herself. Because Astral Panther. Because Astral Panther. What's the CR of an Astral Panther? Uh, I, I don't know. There are no stats for Astral Panther, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. But it's got to be at least at least a CR thirteen, right? Well, it sounds like she killed it with ease. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Right yeah. after she killed a mind flare. <sighs> but anyways, now you too can defeat an elder brain in your fifth edition game. <laughs> or massage it, I suppose, if you really want to. Or massage it. <laughs> if it gets to you first. As long as you have dexterous hands, you're fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's the key. Uh, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. But yeah, I, I. So far, I'm absolutely loving this book, and I think it can really help in pretty much any game. Yeah, I would say it's definitely geared more towards uh, DMs or players who are really interested in the lore rather than casual players. Like, it does have the, the stats for the different races, but aside from that, it's it's pretty, pretty much DM-focused, I'd say. Oh, very much so. But we were really excited about it. I'm like, I can put some of these creatures in my game to give you guys some more variety because I know no one wants cultists. to fight the same thing. Yay. Cultists, <laughs> elementals, cultists, elementals, cultists. To be fair, elemen- you guys really enjoyed fighting those cultists last time. They were. So they fun. needed to die. You wiped the floor with them. It, it was, was really great. embarrassing. <laughs> that was rather enjoyable. And now what we need to do is find an old cultist lair that has a whole bunch of uh, bodies laying around with no heads. No, nope, like, I'm well, leaving. What happened to them? I'm leaving. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a con save, right? I can do that. I'm not ready for that. But Ugh. anyways, that's sort of our, our over overall first impressions. Tony and I sort of skimmed through it together and we're like, yes, this is very exciting. As DMs, we want to use lots of this. <laughs> we want to use all of this. No, not all of it. There are things I do not want to use. I'm not ready. I think, for... I think you should use all of it, though. Not the flying heads. It's too weird. <laughs> How does one RP a flying head, anyways? It's uh, a flying head. You don't need to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the sickening thing about the flying heads is, what is it, that the sunlight can stave it, off? It holds off the curse. But, of course, if they appeared in your game, Tony, Ara would have to choose between having the curse continue <laughs> to grow or being in direct sunlight, which is equally bad. As the good drow that she yeah. is. Yeah. Sunlight's the worst <laughs> when you're a drow. It's just terrible. It sucks the life out of you. Just have a daylight spell around. That's mm. fine, right? Yeah. No. 
Where the medicine's as bad as the disease. <laughs> That's what you get for picking a drow. She's really great at being underground. <laughs> you have a cleric that can remove curse. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just keep her alive. Yeah, yeah just can't let the cleric die. But that pretty much covers our initial impressions on it. Uh, very DM-focused. Uh, can help really flesh out RP segments with, with a few of the monster races. And honestly, just having a bunch more Wizards of the Coast official monsters in the game is, is nice. Yeah, that's that's a nice touch. I'm glad they re-released that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and Rachel, if you were wondering, you can now see what the stats are for a cow. <gasps> get goats? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. You're like, what livestock do they have and how do I get them? <laughs> I want them all. Does it also have their purchase cost? And how many gallons of milk they make? Uh, I don't think it has that much detail. The, the goats or the she cows? Doesn't care. Just the it doesn't matter. <laughs> the miniature donkeys. All of the various animals that she's going to acquire. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. By the way, I was thinking about this as sort of off topic. But a lot of our characters sort of have catchphrases. Like things they say a lot. In Tony's game for Ara, it's, you're welcome. For Tony, we know it's it's Uthal's uh, line. Can you perfect physical form? Yes. And, uh, yeah. and Rachel for Ash, I'm pretty sure it's can we adopt them? <laughs> can we keep them? I, I think it's can we keep them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's said at least once per game, sometimes more. <laughs> hey, that's they're cute, small, innocent animals. They have to come home with us. Yeah. <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. We've got a huge, beautiful base, and there's nothing in it. We must fill it with livestock and creatures and critters and pets. Well, but, and and Grendo. <laughs> but Grendo, Grendo moved out. You're going to have to find a new caretaker. Mm, that's true. Why would you do this to me? Grendo's tried to, to you know, grow up and... And, and impress Ash. Mm, yeah. Is he really? I hope so. Yeah, he wants, <laughs> he wants to show he's a real adult, and he doesn't just have to live in your basement. He's <laughs> <laughs> a real adult. Yay. Yeah, he supports himself, and also on the 50 gold that Uthal gave him. <laughs> yeah. And I bought him new pots. <laughs> <laughs> the small fortune. I liked him. Yeah. He's he's going off on his own, doing his own thing. He's trying. He can Anyways, do it. I believe That was him. rather off topic, but I thought it, it was something that should be mentioned. <laughs> oh, and they also have dolphin stats. I just thought that was interesting. Dolphins. Because why not? Well, they definitely not? have stuff in case you want to play like a underwater campaign, because you can be a triton now, right? Yeah, that's one of the new races for player characters. Hmm. Kind of like a mer person, pretty much, but without a fishtail. They have legs, right? Yes, they have legs. Okay, okay. just checking. Oh, really? Yes. Can they come out of the water? Can they do the whole land thing for a little Can bit? Do the whole or no? land or thing. It... <laughs> I've been doing the whole land well, thing my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they can walk on land. It's just their primary focus definitely seems to be water. Okay, because I can't. It'd be a very unusual campaign to take place either mostly underwater or I guess you could run into creatures underwater. That'd be kind of a nifty like little. There's a lot of creatures underwater. Yeah. I've definitely thought about yeah. doing that for like a one-off. I think that would be really cool and super different because the combat would be in, you know, more dimensions. <laughs> like flying. Yeah. Though. Yeah, it would be like the, it would be similar to flying, the same sort of challenge, but you'd have to choose yeah. very specific races. You could be a water genasi. Yep. Yeah. So that might be something to try in the future. 